Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in Brooklyn, joined as always by John, who is abroad in New Zealand, but will soon be abroad elsewhere. So yeah, closer while we can. Not as abroad, <laughs> like landmass between us versus ocean. Is abroad specifically? Be... Does that specifically imply across an ocean? I think it does. Like I thought, abroad had to had do something with like a no, in like a, or to okay, a foreign. Doesn't... A foreign okay. country or countries. Well, how the hell are you in multiple countries? Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. I don't know if he was on his way to so, France, and then he so, ended up in France and Germany. He was split in half en route. Yeah. So so good. So we don't have to uh, we don't have to change the name of the podcast. <laughs> nope. the podcast no no new branding. Alone. Everything's cool. good. Still yep. broad. Not not in the U.S., but as close as you get to the U.S. Yeah. Do you want to uh, do you want to yeah. jump right into this uh, confession? that you are uh yeah i mean look I, it's it's not too much of a confession i mean look, it we, is we, we, it's quite spent, it's quite it's quite well it's something important. that makes you happy which is which is why it's weird because it doesn't make me far. happy it makes it makes certain powers that be happy so i've, I've finally like as you start to move right you start trying to consume all the stuff that you have right because okay. you don't want to throw it away right you don't want to be wasteful no. And you don't want to, you know, you spend so much time giving stuff to other people. You're like, all right, food is something you can kind of consume. Unless it's like a, unless you bought like a 20 pound bag of rice, right? You're like, all right, let, let's clean out the cupboards. Let's cook as much stuff as we have. And so when, when we took our trip to Japan and Korea, right, I, I bought mm-hmm. a little bit of matcha. That's right. right? I, I didn't buy all the matcha the way that you did, where you like stopped everywhere and every person is like, hey, my matcha is the best. You're like, give me. Where mine, I was. Like, I'll right, see let's... about that. We'll yeah. see about that, <laughs> yeah. Mister Nineteenth Generational Guy. So, so I had been slowly just kind of going through because I bought some sort of pre-mixed package stuff because I, I like to drink hot matcha, sort of like coffee versus the cold. You know, you're you're more of a put it in a water bottle, mix it up, have like a cold tea type. Well, of that's thing. on the roll, on the go. When I'm, right. uh, I, I got a frother when I'm home. Tea. When you I'm home, any, that's true. You don't drink. You don't drink any hot liquid though that's not you know as far as i've watched again we've only traveled really in the summer yeah true but even, I, I prefer but even when we travel in the winter yeah mm-hmm. so i mean you're, you're not a you're not a hot drink guy that's right um where i would say i i tend to do that now as i've gotten older I, i'm not a i'm not addicted to coffee in the way that some people are but if i've got time in the morning i'll make a tea or a coffee in a warm drink because it tastes good feels good so i bought you know i bought some packets in uji and then I had bought kind of the the raw, I guess it's raw, premium matcha in Jeju. Well, hang on. Did you buy anything in Uchi or did you just have what I gave I you? I did. From, no, no. Uh, I, I bought, I did. I bought like a cappuccino um, sort of sort of mix. And I also bought oh, from okay. that real Instagram shop, right? I bought some of those packets. I bought like two. Oh, right. Like the eight yes, packets yes, yes. The latte stuff. stuff. Yeah, 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 the yeah. latte stuff. And again, look, it was good. But again, I, yeah, I yeah. wasn't something that I was drinking, right? Because it was it's latte, right? So it's like, I'm not really a latte person. I'm kind of just coffee, maybe a splash of milk in it. Just a very little bit. Otherwise, I can drink coffee black. Um, So I was drinking that stuff kind of just over the last, you know, five months. It'd be like, oh, there's a packet. Let me use it. And so I still had this premium canister of this matcha that's got like this nipple on it that you kind of shake out from um, yeah Asalak from jeju right and so like as i'm going through the yep. cabin i'm like oh yeah i haven't used this i was like i should probably use this i shouldn't put this in a plane and and fly with there's no point i can get through this and let me tell you something the last two weeks that's all i've had in the morning that's it i've just been pouring wow. this this powder is smooth it dissolves nicely without needing to like overly whisk it. It's fantastic. 
it's absolutely wow. fantastic. And so I've not, you know, I'm I'm like, you know what? If I can find a way to source this premium Jeju matcha, I don't need Amazon. coffee anymore. I don't need Amazon. it. I think you can get it on Amazon. I think the, when I looked, sure the premium one wasn't in stock. Oh, okay. So, and again, I'm a little, you know, I'm someone who wants you to get the find, the finer taste of the stuff. I don't want to go to the cheap stuff and be disappointed because you read some of the mm. reviews and they're like, mm, the cheap stuff's not as good. So yeah, I I think I I think I'm being converted to not drinking coffee because I feel for whatever reason I don't get as jittery with matcha because I'm fairly caffeine sensitive because I'm not addicted to it. I don't drink. I could go weeks without drinking coffee. So I think you've won. Big matcha has won. Big matcha. Have, Big matcha will be pleased. And now going to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Where it is closer to <laughs> to such delicacies than maybe New Zealand is, mm-hmm. I fear for my. I, I've already looked it up. There's a there's a matcha place that's like walking distance from my office, and I'm I'm scared for my wallet and that I'm going to turn into you. And I don't I don't necessarily like it, but I'm willing to accept mm-hmm. it. Yep. Well, look, I'm I'm happy to hear this. This is great. This is great news. Um, I don't know what to do with it. Um, but I'm happy to hear it. I'm happy that you that you've seen the light. Um, big matcha has won another one slowly, but surely, um, the, the people I report to will be pleased to hear this. I, I'm, and, I'm just hoping uh, that it goes yeah. out of style. So the price drops, <laughs> like I hope, you know, yeah, how, how things go in cycles. The thing, it's like, right? Yeah, it's definitely not cheap. But the, the other thing is that as long as you stay in the, I mean, it's like, it, there's really ultimately two grades. Like if you're going to just divide them in two and that's culinary and, uh, ceremonial. Right. As long as you stay in the ceremonial stuff, like yeah. you're, you're generally going to be okay. That's why I have that stuff that I, I make the joke about it because it's it's a Texas company that gets their matcha from China, right? <laughs> like, right. Because yeah, like I, I think China stuff. makes more. I think they might make more matcha now. Like we looked at that. Like I think Japan yeah. makes a ton, obviously, but I think China obviously is like, oh, we can do what you do and just ramp it up to a thousand. Yeah, and apparently it's not as good, but for my purposes, like I like it. Like if I want something, like I was having it yesterday, that's the stuff that I'll throw in a water bottle and shake it up, right? I'm not actively. You know, I, it it kind of serves the purpose, and it's like baseline acceptable, and it's and right. that's pretty good. I mean, I, I don't, I, I actually do enjoy it, but it's not, it's nothing fancy or crazy. Um, but yeah, then and then there's always different stuff from there. I don't think you need to get too crazy, especially for the stuff that you seem to like, like the Ocelot stuff was interesting because I really enjoyed it, but I, I mean, I liked it. I should say, let me just put it that way. I really, I really liked it, but it right. was very much like, it was almost like too smooth and light. Yeah. See, like and I that's felt like I, I needed love. to put yeah. way more, way more in there to get the actual, like more intense matcha flavor that I would get from something like, right. you know, from here where I get it from at, um, or, or even comparing it to the Ipoto stuff. Remember the the packet that I right. I bought, like which I still which I still have some of those. those. The problem that I have with that is that that does not mix as well in hot drinks without like a proper matcha whisk. Or you get right? a uh, or you got to sift it. You ever sift? You sift it in? No, I don't sift it in. No. That's what you got to do. You got to sift it. That's the whole point. Yeah, you got okay. you got to sift it okay. in, and then that makes it uh, much more easy to. So you sift it in as you're sort of whisking it, right? So you just sort of yes. mix it in slowly. Yeah. Okay. It, not even. No, just just put the whole thing in there. With, uh, sift the whole thing in there. Basically, you get the, um, you could just use a sieve, right? You don't have to get crazy with the fine mesh ones if you, unless you really yeah. want to. I don't even have one of those. Probably should. I always look at one and I'm just like, why wouldn't I just spend the 20 bucks? Christmas gift. Anyway. Christmas gift. If anyone is listening to this and they, in you know, or Christmas or Hanukkah, happy Chanukah. Yeah. 
if, yeah. if you're looking for a Hanukkah gift, get this boy some matcha gear, <laughs> like like yeah, like exactly. a whisk and a sifter and, and a yeah, whisk, a whisk like, stand. I'll take a whisk stand. I'll take. There you go. Say, look, look at this. I think this yeah. is real easy. If I ever see you again, I'm just going to give you matcha crap for for any sort of holiday gift. It's easy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's uh, easy. my boss last year, he sent everybody. Uh, he sent everybody uh, little gifts from Amazon, and he sent me. And he was only there for maybe like three or four months he sent me a matcha cookbook i'm like this dude gets it yeah this sure. guy Easy. gets it he sent another guy a uh a sonic onesie <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something that dude loved it next yeah, call good. he's wearing it on the call look man your boss your boss I understands him, you. i had to i had to write him up <laughs> <laughs> made me uncomfortable <laughs> So yeah. So anyways, I'm 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 on the big matcha train. I'm gonna try nice. to 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 again. I, st- I still drink coffee every once in a while, but I've I've really enjoyed this stuff more than any other matcha that I bought. It just nice. it's got a real smooth, light texture to it that that not only does it give you the the caffeine, it 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 tastes good. It's got a nice smooth finish to it that I appreciate. So yeah. Well, that's good. Glad to hear it. If I convert two more people, I get a merit badge. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, uh, that's, yeah. I mean, we talked about it a little bit before we, we turned the microphone on. Is that, yeah, it's at, I'm at the point now where it's uh, starting to bring out suitcases, starting to see what you what can you pack? What do you need to put in storage? What do you need to sell? Like we're, we're towards the end stretch of that because we only got three and a half weeks before uh, we, we head to the, the, the great... It's not even the Great White North because it's, it doesn't snow in Vancouver. But you get the point. Heading to Canada, uh, we're good. I this mean, this podcast climate, will be climate, done with on climate change. Uh, yeah, with climate change, it'd be nice and warm. Be Miami. I mean, it might it might start snowing. It might start snowing a little bit up there. They get it occasionally. Be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, anyways, we'll we'll see. But otherwise, not not too much else going on. It's uh, quiet times, which will then get become very busy times. Have a lot more to talk about as you venture around a new city and see some wild stuff. So, yeah. Very cool. Excited to hear about the uh, the Pacific Northwest ventures. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very pretty um, Pacific Northwest as well, I think. Uh, so you'll it's, feel, it's the one part you of the U.S. You won't necessarily not, feel yeah. deprived, you know? Well, it's the one part of the U.S. and Canada that I've not really explored much, right? Like East Coast, sure. South, yes. You know, Midwest, yeah, absolutely. You know, the the West Coast as far as Los Angeles and Arizona is concerned. Yep. Haven't spent it. I've never been to Portland. Never been to Seattle. Um, haven't spent any time. The furthest north I've been is probably if Tahoe counts. Is that north enough? Um, no. Yeah. Still in, isn't that still California? It it is. It's like California. Maybe then Utah no. is a little further north. Maybe Utah is the furthest north I've been. It's going east, um, right? No. Yeah. I don't think east, unless yeah. unless you're in Washington or Oregon, unless you're on like a border of uh, of Canada. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's not really then, Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I would say so. But hey, yeah. you got you, you got like a taste, but not the not the full experience. But you will, you will you oh, yeah. will have a a face full of Pacific Northwest. Uh, uh, soon yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. Lots of Birkenstocks and what are the other tropes? Pacific <laughs> Northwest moose, I guess. Bikes. I don't know. There's bikes. No people there. people on bikes and it's true moose, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah, cool. Good stuff. Well, as far as uh, my side, yeah, not too much uh, update wise. You know. Um, yeah, nothing really interesting. So why don't we just jump right. to the story that absolutely I again this wanted to read? Be, every episode doesn't no. have to be a marathon, people. We can get yeah, in, I got get it. Out. Look, get yeah, you on with I'm your excited. 
I'm excited to talk about some stuff, but uh, th- this I meant to bring this up last week, uh, last time we recorded. I don't know if it was last, it was like two weeks ago. What it doesn't matter. This is this is an article that was reported on November 22nd. I was actually in Montreal at the time. Okay, and it was it made my day. The uh, this is actually reported the day before Thanksgiving. So okay, very very important news. Reading from Engadget.com. Here's the headline. The headline is one of the best headlines and subtitles. So here it is. Self-proclaimed gay furry hackers breach nuclear lab. Now, hold up. Subtitle. They demand research into creating IRL cat girls. Okay. <laughs> uh, you don't even need the rest of the article. You can just, no. you just start, <laughs> stop right there. You kind of get it. But here we go. Just to give you some details before we jump into it. The nuclear research hub, Idaho National Laboratory, INL, confirmed that it fell victim to a data breach on Tuesday. Sieged SEC, a group of self-proclaimed gay furry hackers, took responsibility for the attack and claimed they accessed sensitive employee data like social security numbers, home addresses, and more. Quote, we're willing to make a deal with INL. If they research creating IRL cat girls, we will take down this post. And quote, Siege Sec wrote in a post announcing the leak on Monday. The hacktivist group Siege Sec conducted a high profile attack on NATO last month, leaking internal documents as a retaliation against those countries for their attacks on human rights. The group commonly attacks government and affiliated organizations for political reasons, like targeting state governments for passing anti-trans le- legislation earlier this year. A spokesperson confirmed the, bre- the breach to Engadget on Wednesday, quote, on Monday, November 20th, Idaho National Laboratory determined that it was the target of a cybersecurity data breach in a federally approved vendor system outside the lab that supported INL Cloud Human Resources Services. I thought that was a pretty good read of that sentence, considering how long it was. <laughs> INL has taken immediate action to protect employee data, end quote. An INL spokesperson said, an INL, sorry, an INL spokesperson said the lab said it has reached out to the authorities for help on how to proceed as it determines how to handle the breach inl works as a department of energy affiliate researching nuclear reactors among other projects like sustainable energy it employs more than five thousand people wow i mean i'll tie this in with the the um 23 and me data leak as well Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, do they have someone, similar demands? Someone had taken, and again, it was data that you can get. Like, it wasn't like specifically like, "Hey, we've got your DNA sequencing." It was like they they basically hacks that way. You can see sort of family relationships and see all this stuff that's on Twenty Three and Me, um, which is which kind of says like, "Hey, you know, as as we put more things online, and as more things that you know used to be in a file cabinet somewhere <laughs> that you had to call someone to go, hey, I'm looking for this thing. Can you send it to me?'" And they make a copy of it and send it to you just because it's easier online for you to look up even employee data, right? Stuff that you would say, that's pretty basic. Why is all this stuff on, you know, why is the payslip, pay stub stuff online? Well, because it's easier. It's easier to get someone to come in and pick it up. So that's one part of this, right? The other part is obviously, you know, a group, this group, that seems to to just be a hacker group in general. So who knows how serious this is? (laughs) But, I think you know, if you're going to start... If you're gonna start picking your, if you're gonna start picking your targets for the hope that, hey, I hacked the right people and it's the right information, maybe we can get some some research going on. I don't, I don't know why you would go for the, for the 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 realistic cat girls. Do you want that? Like I watch somebody, I watch somebody cats. does. 
the movie Cats. I don't think anyone yep. wanted that because that's what you're going to no, do. I don't think, that's what it's going to look like. No, those those cats were monsters. I don't think. I mean, that's what these cats are going to be. They're going to be Well, monsters. that's the question. Well, then, all right. Then let's... Did they... All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a bold Google here. <laughs> I'm going to Google cat girl. Yeah, okay. This is what we're talking about, right? So if you look up cat, the cats things are something else. I don't know what you call them. They're not cat girls. Cat girls are a specific thing, right? Like if you play Xenoblade Chronicles uh, 3 or 2, right? Like that's that was my expectation was cat girl is, which effectively is just a girl with like cat ears and a, and a tail, maybe. Sometimes, sometimes they have a tail. Sometimes they don't. The one in uh, <laughs> the one in Xenoblade Chronicles three, they never. I don't think. I don't think she had a. I don't think they had tails. They don't have tails. I know for. Did they have tails? Hang on a second. Does Mio have a tail in Xenoblade? I'm like, this is very important information. I love how these cat girls are always dressed up as maids or have short skirts on as well. Is is that part oh. of this research? <laughs> no, I'm just trying okay. to figure out this one. Right, and they're also all animated. Oh. <laughs> that's the other problem. Well, that's why they want the IRL. But again, right? the, which the IRL, what you're going to get is 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 Jennifer Hudson from Cats. Is what you're no, get. no, no, no. You're just going to get a get real... Taylor Swift, right? Wasn't Taylor Swift in Cats? All right. Well, then you could do. Yeah, she was Cat Girl. Yeah. Okay, which is, so it starts like which is cat wild girl. to think about now that if you search Taylor Cat Swift Girl is, cosplay, yeah. then you'll see Conquered more. I think of. <laughs> I think that's kind of what they're looking for, right? If you go to if you search cat girl cosplay, that's more like it, right? You're probably looking I mean, for something uh, like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the cats, the movie, and I think the this horrible, is what you're actually going to get. <laughs> I don't think that's what yeah, I don't think so. But then then they gotta be clear with their demands because otherwise you're gonna get these monsters. This is Whereas, my point, but I think this is what you're gonna get. Like I'm looking at this and going, you're gonna get Taylor Swift as a cat. Now again, that might make some people happy. That terrifies me. If, yeah, that's awful. if this is just like walking that. around. If it's like a nope. legitimate, if it's James Corden as a cat, nope. Oh no, 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 no. That's that's the worst one. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I don't really want any of this stuff. But yeah, it looks, I'm it just looks saying, terrific. I think I think they're looking more for what the hell is this? The second, the third, the third <laughs> thing. That's, that's what this research is going to sound like. What the hell is this? Is something pops out? Yeah, the third. Thank God I'm in an incognito window here. The third image. Links to an article, Why Trans Cat Girl Culture is Empowering. So there you go. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on here in the cat girl community. But I'm just yeah, saying, it's more like, is... it's kind of, it's, look, I mean, it's odd, right? Uh, it, it's not odd. It, it's, it, don't let me, I'm not going to kink shame, right? Don't let me yuck your yum. As uh, <laughs> you, you love, you love that saying. That's a big, you're a big fan <laughs> of that saying. But yeah, I feel like, you know, they look, they probably look something like this. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you a picture. It's going to be uh, again, really I, good. I know what the image you're talking about is. Like they got, no, no, you I'm know, sending like... you, I'm sending you a different okay. one. Okay. You're sending me something else. It's probably like okay. this. I think, uh, I think, I think you're looking at people walking around like this. They got, they got the cat ears coming out of their head. Like, yeah, they're so basically look, if we have like AI, a set, which seem, which seem good. wildly <laughs> impractical because they're, they're cat ears, right? So then if you have cat ears, why do you have regular ears? Like, yeah, wouldn't you what... just have one or the other? That's the weird thing about cat girls in in this premise. Now, most cat girls in these are in these drawings, they have they have their hair covering the, where their human ears would be, and yes. they just have cat ears. Now that makes more sense. So, is it really just ear placement research that we're talking? I guess about? the question is: Are those ears functional, or are they cosmetic? Well, I I think. 
they would have to be functional, right? Well, from your cat girl experience, do the ears move? Hang on a second. Don't don't make it imply. I don't like that. Don't say. Don't. Imply I mean, you that just, I have. you just you just what is, pulled what out does a cat girl <laughs> experience mean? I mean, you just pulled out a video game reference. Like this. Well, was just sure, because I spent. Yeah, that's true. Because they do pop up in a lot of like JRPGs. But yeah, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Fine. Let's so say between the two of us. Girl, yeah, all right. Plus, we're getting to an expert. Uh, let's not call it experience. Let's call it exposure. <laughs> I also don't really like that, but somehow it's less worse. <laughs> so yeah, like less in the video worse, games, do the better. ears move when they emote? Do, do the ears? Yeah, jiggle. Okay, so then they're probably they jiggle. Right? That's not. That definitely don't do that. I, <laughs> okay. They move. Yeah, they like emote. Wiggle. Wiggle is what I was looking for. Yeah, that's that's probably right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I just see. I just looked at a. Uh, this is horrifying. So the image you sent me is very is very uh, mid journey, <laughs> stable diffusion yeah. as well. So yeah, we're totally. gonna get lots of AI. I mean, look. I mean, we'll talk about this when we get to talking about some of the game stuff. But you know, influencers are gonna be digital soon. Like we're we're like a like six VTubers. months away from VTubers. every single from every single very popular influencer, VTuber, Twitch streamer is going to be AI. Like we're just there. Um. And and so yeah, this is like why get the real life thing when you can just get a, a digital AI companion. Hmm. Oh, the other thing about the uh, all the all the cat girls in uh, Xenoblade is that they all have Welsh accents. I also Welsh don't know cats. if that's a thing. Uh, yeah, look, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Xenoblade Your expertise Chronicles. has already Great has series. already informed the audience so much about. What, I don't think what, I think that's is. just a Xenoblade. I think that's just a Xenoblade Chronicles thing. Was, was this was this article targeted towards you? <laughs> Again, I'm in an incognito window. The uh, there's no article here. I'm just I, except for that medium one. Should I click on that? Hey, look, your your world squirrel. <laughs> All right, we're talking about cats, not squirrels. Oh, here we go. There's a, here, so what does cat girl mean? Let's just read this from the article. Let's start with the most popular cat girl. What? A character from the anime ReZero named Ferris. Okay, Ferris the cat. Good good cat name. <laughs> All right. Shows how more niche my uh, interests are. Although Ferris, uh, although Ferris' gender identity is debated by the show and cis fans alike, she has stated previously on the show that she sees herself as a girl. And she's trans, just like her stance. As well, she was abused as a child for her unusual cat traits. Okay. I'm not going to okay. read anymore. <laughs> I mean, look, I, feel- I think it just it sums up that. I mean, look, at some of this is just the the booming of of what we would consider maybe 20 years ago very niche anime culture has has just hit mainstream. It just it is. It's mainstream now. It's I wouldn't even consider it it's like its own thing. Like it just it's leaked into everything in American culture, which is great. But also you kind of get very westernized, you know, take on a lot of things that you could argue were very Japanese 20 years ago. Um, now, let me ask you so, this. Yeah. Would you be concerned if the if these demands were actually given? Because the, these guys hacked. I feel like they chose the wrong data to hold hostage. Yeah, sure. Because the data is like, just employee data. It's like someone's social security number, not like genetic coding. <laughs> Now, what if what if they, however, stole the the twenty three andMe DNA data like and the their actual intention, data, like the actual seeking, you know, data? Yeah, yeah the see the DNA sequencing, and with right. the intention of cat girl research, and then okay. all of a sudden, 
actual cat girls showed up based on real people. <laughs> well, look, I, I I just think the the first version of your cat, like you know the what what you need to do evolutionary to make this work. What you're gonna get first will will stop this research. <laughs> right because like the first thing you <laughs> get out it's gotta it's kind of gotta show you some promise right like the first sketch it could be a yep. little grotesque it could be a little weird but you kind of want to be like okay this is headed in the right direction i i think you're gonna have to go through a lot of too many evolutionary cycles to get that and 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 that's what's gonna make this stop because i think you don't know which it's one of those things where you're like wouldn't it be great to have this and then you see the first iteration of it and you're like oh god this was a giant mistake I think that's where all of this would be headed if you had DNA sequencing and you go towards the Dolly the Sheep thing, right? Like, if you notice, we don't talk about cloning anymore. Like, do you remember that as a kid, as like maybe maybe a 10-year-old? When yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. Like, I remember. When it was yeah, just yeah. like, cloning's the future. We're going to clone. It was like, AI is now, right? We're going to yeah, clone everyone. Sheep, it's going to be great. Cloning, uh, cloning pets, cloning, right? Because yeah, you can exactly clone pets, right. right? You could do that now. Yes. Yeah, you can clone pets. But, like, you know, cloning isn't really talked about, like, hey, we're going to solve you know, problems with cloning, <laughs> right? So I, I think there's a reason for that. I think people got far enough to realize, ooh, I don't really know. Like, right, you got to get some real horrific stuff out of the first versions of a clone. It's not well, sure, pretty. you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. As they say. Right, yeah. I mean, and some of those eggs got to come out with, you know, multiple toes, multiple everything. It's got to be rough. Multiple toes but is that's, the best that's of That's the thing hope. is like you're – when you understand science enough, again, I think you just got to target. It's just an ear thing, right? You start with the ears. It is, but do, do they there. have do they have paws? Like do they have no. regular hands? Yeah, the regular, so regular human fingers. So all they and have they, is a tail. And, some, and yeah, ears sometimes, that are sometimes they have double up. Sometimes right. they have tails. Sometimes they don't have tails. And just a double up of ears, ears growing out of your head. No, that's that's TBD at this point. It's on. It's on. That is undefined because most of them teeth? have. Do you have canine most, teeth? Uh, Not canine teeth. Sorry. Do you have I like cat teeth? Like cat you teeth? Know. What's the difference? What are cat teeth like? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't assume. I don't think cats have canine teeth. <laughs> Maybe they. Oh, do. all right. I don't um, think so. But, no, but you know I literally I mean. think. Yeah. I literally think it's just the ears. Like if you actually look at, because most of this shit is anime. Let's be real. It's like yes. when you look at an anime <laughs> character next to a cat girl anime character they literally look the same except the anime except the cat girl has a bob haircut so you can't see the ears and they got like these poofy cat ears that's it otherwise there's no difference seemingly between a cat girl and just a a generic anime girl okay so that's what I'm saying. You just focus on the ears. Don't, don't, don't fuck with the skin. Don't get a bunch of furry <laughs> skin and shit. Now I understand you know sometimes sometimes accidents happen. But I, I feel like you're making it more complicated than it needs to be. Like I, I don't know why you're. Version... I feel like you want these these cat monstrosities from the movie. Well, do to show you up. get do you get the Studio Ghibli cat with the big teeth first? It's like the first thing you get. Right? No. Like you get why more... would you get that? How? <laughs> what? That is like so catastrophically in the wrong direction. You know what I'm talking about, though, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Uh, Totoro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the big old teeth. He's the bus, right? Turn the bus. Cat yeah, bus. My neighbor Totoro. That's uh... yeah. You're talking yeah, about yeah. that. So thing, I think yeah. that's where you're going to start, right? You're going to get like. Is that even like, a cat? That's not even a cat. It's just yeah, like it's a, a weird cat owl looking thing. It's it's like a bulbous monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's what the first iteration of your cat girl is going to be. Oh, you're talking about the cat bulbous... bus specifically. Yes, yeah, about things. the bus. Okay, I'm talking about those it. teeth, right? Or oh, okay. Then you're talking about <laughs> Totoro himself. Oh, I see. Got it. No, I don't think that's part of it either. Again, you're just you're just modifying the ears. Now, are you going to get some funky looking ears in between? Yeah, probably. Ears ears coming in wrong positions, right? But like then here's ears the question: growing out of right? your neck. 
it's a slippery slope, but also a very good, um, but also very good, uh, you know, capitalism uh, endeavor here. If they get it right, or let's say it's not, let's say you don't have to just like grow these things and it just becomes more of an advanced plastic surgery where it's like, hey, we're going to move your ears up top. We're going to get like some cat hair shit going on. So you get like kind of these poofy little weird cat ear things instead of regular ears. You cool with that? Great. Um, does that then branch out to more like to, to different kind of animal crossovers? And specifically, I think about like bunny girls which is a specifically a thing i only know yeah. one i don't even know if this is actually a category i'm just thinking of the character fran from final fantasy 12 who just again looks like a lady and just has these big ass bunny ears well look i, I mean head. i i think i think i mean look we can't even we can't even handle you know different different races of people so like i think the cat people are going to get massively persecuted first right like i mean they can't handle that we can't handle you know, black people and Asian people and and Latino people. We can't even handle that as a society of all of us living together. So, like the first time you see a cat girl, right? Like the amount of discrimination is going to go through the roof. <laughs> so, I, I think that a that that's my first rebuttal to this. Of mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be just accepted into our culture that there's just a girl with cat ears on the top of her head. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, I think you go you go you go your standard animals, right? You go bunnies, you go dogs, right? You want you want the dog ears. Because that's a that's an Instagram filter, right? So you already got that. That's already that's already you know. Oh yeah, accepted. with like the, the yeah 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 yeah. So yeah. you're gonna have that, and so you're gonna go through the, the 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 farm animals first that have ears, but then it's gonna turn into you know hey I want I want cat eyes right? Who doesn't want you know people put on makeup to get a cat eye look? What if that just naturally is your eye shape? Like I don't know. this is slippery slope, slippery mm-hmm. slope. Think about so, how much money you can make, though, if you're if you're catering to these guys. Like they 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 would pay some money. Now I did send you a picture of Fran, who is easily the best character from Final Fantasy XII. She was the best. Yeah, yeah, that's and, what that's uh, what. And again, it's just like it's almost like they're just wearing a hat. Is <laughs> what they look like. The regular, <laughs> any other way other than the fact that they look like they're wearing a hat. Although she's got some heels that got that has little. Again, bunnies don't have claws like this, but she's got little heels that got little claws at her at her toes. Like a little cover. So that's not like an armor situation. That's not like a nail. That's not like a cos like a uh, like an accessory. I mean, the, the great know. thing about they don't address about, this. She uses the a great thing arrow, about so women in anime about. is that when you talk about practical clothing, <laughs> like you just throw it out the window because I'm like, oh, none yeah. of this is practical. None of this one doesn't. Well. This doesn't make anything any sense at all. But yes, makes no sense. Really, really fantastic character, and one of the reasons why Final Fantasy XII is so good. Um, yeah. Anyway, sucks. Hacks suck. But really, uh, you know, this just proves the point. Nothing is safe. And uh, nothing is safe from any group of people. So if you got a bunch of, uh, is it weird that we're going to be like that, that these guys like proactively claim that they are, you know, gay, uh, gay furry hackers? Yeah. Do you think they needed to say that when their demands include are like just create IRL cat girls? And then they're like, by the way, we're furries. It's like, we know. We know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, this you're is, just like, yeah, like that, that request alone should should categorize you as most likely a furry. Which, but again, I think sometimes, right? You shoot for the moon, or you shoot for the stars, you hit the moon, <laughs> right? That's what these guys are open for. So, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you don't know if you All don't. Right, well, All right, what did you just send me? All right, so I just sent you something that Alice just sent me because I don't know okay. if Alice can hear me or not. Um, it's I, I've I've gone on a rant about a specific change in restaurant culture that I do not like, mm. and I'm going to read this article. Because I, I want to get into this rant a little bit about 
about what are we doing at restaurants. <laughs> okay. okay. Food faux pas. China dinner shocked by a 60000 Ch- China diner, excuse me, shocked by a $60,000 U.S. bill for a meal after accidentally posting photo of a dish ordering QR code online. Right? So women post innocent photos of the eatery's dishes online, and she landed with a huge bill. So other diners piggyback on her table's QR code for orders when it appeared in the photos of the food. Right? So a woman in China was shocked to receive a $60,000 bill at a restaurant after accidentally posting the QR code for ordering food online, which others used to place food orders. The woman, Mm. surnamed Wang, said she wanted to post photos of the dishes from a hot pot restaurant she visited with her friend on November 23rd, but she accidentally included the QR code that was stuck to the table for ordering and paying for meals. While she only posted the photos on her restricted viewing WeChat moments page, which can only be seen by her contacts in WeChat, which makes this even worse, that I list included a large number of people who began to scan the code. When the restaurant <laughs> staff came to confirm her table's 431 order, Wang discovered that people had used the QR code she had accidentally posted. Wang deleted her post immediately, but people kept making new orders at their table. She assumed <sighs> someone had downloaded her photo and continued making orders using the code. According to the screenshot of the order, Wang loaded press online, people ordered 1,850 portions of fresh duck blood, 2,580 oh portions of squid, 9,990 portions of shrimp paste, each price with a few dozen won, a few dollars. The restaurant did not make her pay the bill and moved her to a new neighbor, ignoring all orders that made the code. So, That's I want to bring up this, where we're headed, where restaurants have decided that they don't want to print menus anymore, and they don't want to come to me with what my order is to actually confirm and saying, hey, are you ordering all this stuff? They want me to scan a QR code for it to pop up on a screen in the back, and they just bring me the food. And we experienced this at, at DTF, right? Was that the only place that we saw this, this QR code order and, and you send it and the food comes? Yeah, I, when we, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. At least in our travels. Which, I mean, I've obviously which is, seen which a lot is of Which is Tai Fung, which is a Taiwanese dim sum place, which is delicious. Now, the difference with, with DTF is that they actually came to you to confirm what you ordered, mm-hmm. right? So you, you, you scan the code, the menu pops up, you go through, you order on your phone, and then, you, and then the person comes by and, and goes, okay, hey, I just see you ordered this, just want to make sure, and you're like, great, cool. Now, I, I've done this somewhere else recently, and this is where my rant is. Right? When we were in Sydney... I went to Sydney a couple of weeks ago and there's this restaurant. I believe it was called like, it was like pancake something. Right. And we went there cool. at like eight, nine o'clock. We're like, Hey, let's get something quick. Some pancakes. Right. I, I didn't, I didn't have cell phone service. Right. I didn't turn on my Google Fi service because I was like, ah, it's Sydney. I'm close to a hotel or somewhere. I don't really need it. It's easy enough to get around. Right. And so I sit down and she goes, Oh, you just order through here. And I said, Hey, do you have Wi-Fi?" And she goes, no. And so I scan the thing, and of course it goes, hey, you need an internet connection. And I go, uh-uh. If I'm going to scan this code in your restaurant because you're too lazy to bring me a menu and to take my order, you need to have free Wi-Fi. You want me to pay with my Wi-Fi service connect to your website to scan your code to order food through you? And you're going to look at me like, I'm crazy? So she was like, oh, well, you can come up here and order. It's like I had to walk up to her at the counter and put in order because I didn't have Wi-Fi service. So if you're going to make me scan this QR code, you have to have Wi-Fi in your restaurant. You have to. And second of all, I think you just, like, we. this is not the way. I get it. COVID, it was, hey, you don't want to talk to people. Look, 
I'm going to say it. It ain't true, but COVID's over. Everyone listening to this podcast is not wearing a mask. Everyone's listening to this podcast probably had a cough and didn't get tested. COVID's done with, right? We're, we're done with it. It's over. So bring the menus back. Bring back that laminated menu that you wipe down with some with some some um, Lysol <laughs> after each oh. visitor, mm-hmm. and come to my table with that old school piece of paper. Don't don't do that memory stuff where you come to me and go, "Oh no, I'm such an expert at this. I can just remember what you ordered." I want you to write it down. And you take my order, and I give you a nice tip if I'm in the U.S. or possibly Canada, and that's it. That that's how the restaurant needs to run. So that's my rant. But yeah, what do you, what are your thoughts on the on the QR code? Is this happening all over New York? I'm assuming it is. Yeah, I mean menus are on QR codes. I actually don't mind the ordering from a QR code because like because it actually the benefit of that here's the here's the good side of it, right? Here's here's my uh, devil's advocate thing is you actually don't rely on somebody's writing it down and hearing what you say because people are not to be trusted. <laughs> I mean, just last night, right? Order a burger with uh, order a burger with grilled onions. No grilled onions. In it, right. Mm. Uh, friend who I was with uh, one of them ordered a uh, order burger with uh, cheese and bacon. Cheese was there. Bacon wasn't. Um, so that's like, so that that's like one of those things. And the dude wrote it down. Like we saw him write it down. Then, whereas usually with these options where you put in the requests, you actually determine what those requests are. So there is zero uh, loss. There, there's zero missed in uh, translation, right? And that's that's the benefit of it. To your point, yeah. If you're going to have an online menu, you have to have the means. Of you have to also provide the means of getting online or have some sort of less annoying way to do it because you know, but and granted, it's only going to be for like one percent of your employees because most people won't have that problem, right? Sure, I don't think most of the clientele at this pancake place, by the way, what was the name of the pancake place? I forget, I, I gotta look it up. It's it's like a chain, and I think it would have been up your alley as a pancake. That's, place. that's well, that's why I want to know what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna ask Chow if she's been. Give me, um, give me a second. It's it's like a real it's like a real yeah. Pancake on the rocks is what it's called. Pancakes on the rocks. Pancakes on the rocks. It there was, we go. Oh, there's a few again. Of them. It was something again. Like it was something that was open for late, and it was like, all right, let's go here and go to this pancakes, this pancake spot. So you get all the stuff you love, all the sugary sweet nonsense. We actually end up getting oh, nachos. They make a smiley face pancake. Yeah. So up your oh, alley. God. I didn't try the pancakes, so I can't tell you if they're any good or not. So what the fuck? You, not even table pancakes. Nah, not even table pancakes. We got nachos. Uh, <laughs> you're killing me. They got this. Oh my god. There's a cinnamon roll pancake they got here, which looks dynamite. Anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, so, so I'm not. Got, I'm not as Chow, who's who also re- real quickly makes some delicious food. If you're ever in Sydney, you, there's, there's a couple of places you need to go to. So s- send me a message so I can send you a list. The pancakes on the rocks place. Ah. <laughs> There's other places to go, but sorry. Continue. I just asked her. Pancakes on the rocks. What are your thoughts? I just asked her. We'll get some real-time feedback here. All we'll right. see if she's awake. I'm assuming soonish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's 9.25. Like 3 o'clock? Oh, nine, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know other why way. I said 3 o'clock. The other just way. came out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where is it 3 o'clock right now? It's nowhere. It's 3 o'clock nowhere. It's in... Uh, it's, oh, no. It's 3 o'clock in... In, like, in Mountain time. Oh, no. no Detroit is Eastern time. time. Mountain so in Utah. time. Utah. Yeah, in Utah. Sometimes. Utah, Colorado, <laughs> depending right? on if what's it's... going on with daylight savings. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't I'm not so peeved by it. I like it when it works. 
um, you kind of dodge a lot of things that are normally reliant on, you know, servers being interpersonal and that kind of stuff. It's like, no, I'll just tell you what I want. You bring it to me. I'll write it down. So there's no issues. If you have any questions, you ask them and then that's how it works. Right. You don't have to keep coming by saying, are you ready to order? Do you need more time? It's like, I'll I'll order when I'm damn ready. (laughs) Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now bring me my drink. Which again, Um, they'll still come to you. If you sit there and you don't order anything, they'll still come to you and go, do you need any help with the app? Get the fuck out of here. No, are they going to say, do you need any help with the app? Because right. You're asking people who have spent, let's say 60 years of their lives, just getting handed a menu and saying, Hey, let me get this and this, or, Hey, is this any good? Like they don't even want to do that to you. They just say, here's our stuff, yeah. buy it and eat it and get out. That's what they want. Now, here's and my, I'm like, that's, that's not great. Now my, and now I say all that, but I still prefer a menu. Give me a written menu. Give me like yes. something of substance because I don't like, especially if you have a long menu, if you got a lot of things, I don't want to be scrolling forever to find the thing. Let something. me just look. Let me see everything. Let me just see everything yeah. all like, in one hey, place. Let me click oh, this the pages. is it. Oh, I yeah. missed this section of the website. Oh, like, I, have to, I don't want to go to website. Where the hell are the drinks? Oh, find the drink tab and all these other things. And also, you know, it's not fair for I mean, we know a bunch of people who are you know, tech illiterate. Yeah. Not fair for those people. No, it's not. They just want to eat. Yeah. I didn't get a drink. Why not? I don't know where they were. I didn't see them. Yeah. They don't have drinks I missed it. Yeah, they do. Notice how I everybody has it. a drink. They got to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you so, end up talking to somebody anyways. And they go, oh, it's on page seven at the bottom link here. Like, enough. Enough. Give me a menu. I get it. Yeah. Have that option or, right? You can say, hey, you could order from the table if you like. Otherwise, I'll be back around. Like, give me the option. I'm cool with the option. Keep those people employed. We do not need to replace waiters, waitresses, wait staff with a QR code and a cell phone. I don't think that's necessary. I think there's other things we can automate to make it better. I don't think food is one of them, personally. Yeah, or both. Here's the other thing you could do, right? Is like, if you're going to do that, at least give me a written menu so I could just see everything and know that I don't miss yes, anything. both. Yeah, absolutely. And that? That's why I said. Give or say options. either or, you know? And if the top, and always have a button at the top, like a uh, like a life alert button. Help. Yeah, I've fallen and I can't get up and I need to order yeah. breakfast. Now, now look, the only the only scenario where I think this is actually okay is if you're at like a like a beer hall. Mm. Because then, right, like have you ever seen these places that have the tap attached to the table? Have you seen this? Uh, no. So like there's a bunch well, of different maybe. taps under your under underneath you. And you basically pull and pour your own beer, and it basically will just calculate it as it's as it's pouring. So you can pour a pitcher, they'll bring you the glasses and all that. And so then basically it's like you don't have to open up a tab. Because open up a tab is one of those things as well that I'm like, mm, that's one of the things from bar culture. I'd be happy if it disappeared. Because I get it, right? You want me to order drinks and not think about the money that I'm spending. Like I get it. Right. Cause there's part of that where you're like, I don't want to think about the money. I don't want to sit here and nickel and dime my way. I just, I, I, I want to have a decent night out and then just, just charge me at the end. But there's been multiple times where I've had to wait to get my card. Cause a bar gets so busy. And then you sit there for 20 minutes going, man, I should just pay for this drink before, before I open up a tab. Cause now they got my credit card or now I got to go close the tab. Cause I don't want to be that person that runs out. Like, right. It turns into that. But mm. I like the idea of, hey, just give me the tap at my table and let me pour the pitcher 
and then it's just going to calculate it. And then as soon as I as soon as I hit stop, it just goes great. We charge your card. You're done. You can get up and leave. I like that. That's a cool idea. But if it's not for drinks, like if any time that there's a human involved that needs to be involved to make a thing to like put something together, then I I need that person. I don't want a QR code. I don't want a computer. Need Give a, me the person. Give me the human. You need you need an adult. Yes. Or a um, you know, or or, or a child, <laughs> or, or child, or child as that child tends labor. to work at these places. Yep, exactly. So yeah. So anyways, interesting. But yeah, there's something uh, something I've gone on rants of many times, like an old man of I don't need a QR code. Just give me a menu. Yeah. Um, and then right, we ask well, them, people I'm, get real weird about it. They're like, oh, we don't really have. Um, uh, let me see if we have a menu. And it's like, no one's asked you for a menu before. I can't be the only one. Not everyone has bought into this. Internationally, it's actually not a bad thing because because of all the translation services that are on phones, it sure. removes a translation barrier. Yeah, I can also you use can the translation stuff app and, and just hover over the menu too. I've done that and it works just fine. That's true. We've done it. Yep. It's true. So, so yeah. So anyways, that's, that's the story sure. I bring to the table today. All right. I like it. Um, let's say real quick. Let's do a quick... Uh, British, bluish, blackish, Jewish. All right. Oh, okay. Like, interesting. I, don't, I don't have an article. I just want to bring this up. George mm-hmm. Santos <laughs> out and thriving on cameo. Have you seen I, I, any of his I, cameos? I, I have seen this. I, I've seen this. He's he's on cameo making a lot of money. Yeah. Do you, um, you know how much it is? I looked it up. I don't know. I mean, it's got to okay, be. You want to go ahead? Guess. I was going to say 60, 70 grand. Is that too low? It's too high. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> I mean, good. That's that's makes. Oh, his price better. went up since I last looked. Oh, so maybe is it more now? Oh, it's, oh, oh. No, oh I'm sorry. You, you you were saying how much does it cost to get a cameo from him? Not how much has he made. Right. How much? Okay, how much gotcha. does sorry. it cost to get? A sorry. Cameo sorry. Yeah. From okay. Don't, don't tell me. Let me guess. I'm gonna say yeah. That's way sixty grand. It's too high. Um, I'm gonna say look. I mean, I'm I'm assuming he's going for volume here, right? And I'm gonna say fifty bucks for a cameo. Uh, no, no, definitely more than that. Are you gonna tell us? <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna take another guess. All right, no, it's no, I mean, hundred bucks. It oh, was crap, it was four bucks. it was four hundred dollars yeah. like two days ago. Now it's five hundred dollars. He's got oh, wow. sixty reviews. He's got a four point eight two. Okay, so and, he responds quickly, right? And like, I mean, some of these, a lot of these are being done by Jimmy Kimmel itself. Oh, because they're doing it to put him on TV, right? Doing it, they're doing it for content. yeah. But it doesn't say how many he's actually done. But well, dude, this dude I've has said he's so made many more money ones. from. Can- and again, you can't believe a word this guy says. Um, he says he's earned more money from Cameo than he did in Congress, and from what I'm reading from the Guardian, says George Santos reportedly makes six figures by selling cam- Cameo videos. So I'm yeah, even wrong there. Sense. I said sixty grand, and I'm low. So he started at seventy five per video. And then he got to four hundred dollars a video, and now he's at five hundred. Um, so yeah, he's he's blowing up Cameo. Cameo has its has its moment every once in a while where someone joins, people get up them to say a bunch of stuff, and then it kind of dies out until the next person does it. Um, so yeah, Cameo is winning here, but George Santos is also winning, which is kind of part of the problem. <laughs> George Santos kind of looks like a Nick Kroll character. Oh, that's funny. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and he leans like he he also seems to be getting more flamboyant not that it's a bad thing it's just like no he's just leaning this is, in again this is who the knows guy this, this wasn't this yes. wasn't the guy that was seemingly running it was just really strange so 
uh it's odd it's odd now again i don't like what what got him was the fact that he was using campaign funds for any number of things one being only fans <laughs> yeah. but he was using campaign funds right which is which is what sunk this right totally. like, you should you can, use cameo you can, funds you can lie cheat and you can lie and cheat but you can't steal from campaign funds because then that puts the whole sham into question for all these politicians right the fact of you know most of them get elected because of donors campaigning you know giving money for them to run their campaigns and the minute you start to misuse those funds people start talking about hey what if we actually put a limit on campaign funds everyone goes oh no 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 it's just one person it's one guy it's one guy don't limit the campaign funds because that's exactly that's a lot of how of how you win office is by having the money and the backing for campaign funds. If they put a cap on that, which I think they should, I bet your office starts looking a lot different, like a yeah. lot different. The, I did. I'm not going to lie. I thought about buying one of these. <laughs> yeah, you did. Of course you did. Of course. Send a happy, happy Hanukkah video to somebody. Happy Chinooka. Cause that yeah. also was from a cameo video from Smokey Robinson. <laughs> Wishing somebody, I, we, we've talked about this before, where he yeah. wished somebody last year. And so from now on, it's always going to be happy Chanuka. Because he said, Chinooka. I just want to wish you a happy Chanuka. Dude, <laughs> it's like. Who's seen Hanukkah spelled before? Nobody. Until you look at it, you go, huh, that looks like Chanuka. Dude, it's $20 just to message this guy. I mean, what? Do you want him to respond to you? I don't know. I don't no, want to talk to him. I'm just amazed that I want him to say funny stuff. Yeah. This is crazy. How much do you think Sarah Palin charges for a campaign? Oh, Sarah Palin's not cheap. She's probably charging a thousand dollars. Two hundred dollars. Oh wow! Sarah Palin is, uh, has come back to earth a little bit. Yeah, that's it. Four point nine three rating though. She's got a better rating than than old George. Yeah, over which there. means again, I think the rating, from what I remember, it's like how quickly they respond to you. Like it's the turnaround time, right? Like you pay the money. And then it's like, hey, you got to wait a day or something for someone to to respond to you. But if you're cranking out cameos, like if you're spending six hours a day going up, okay, yeah, this is a message from Jason. He wants me to wish his mother a happy birthday. All right. Hey, Jason, it's George Santos. So, you know, wishing your mother a happy birthday. It's like, it's that, right? Like, that's what cameo is. And then they send you the message and then it's for yours to use to go around and do fun stuff with, right? And if you're a comedian or you're a musician, if you've got a bit of a sense of humor and can make it fun. Or, you know, bring other people in. Like, hey, I'm whoever, and this is this other guy behind me. You're like, oh, man, Hulk Hogan was in my cameo from Tom Arnold. <laughs> right? Like, it's just, it's that. That's that's what cameo is. Yeah. That's pretty funny. It is. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's, that's I mean, 500 bucks. Is he still making money? Or is this going to be, as, as he hit the, the limit? Has he hit the limit of, okay, you know, it was all fun for a week for every every news and you know late night show to get a cameo from him for 400 right that's cheaper than an appearance fee normally right if he's gonna be like, hey it cost me ten thousand if you want me to show up on your show versus you can pay me 400 bucks and i'll say something funny and you can put it on tv like that's pretty good pretty good gig yeah so no doubt crazy well i'm still thinking about it but it seems like a little bit too much uh yeah. for my uh get smoky robinson get him to wish you a happy hanukkah <laughs> how much is his? How pronounce it that's a funny uh, thing like celebrities cost way less like i see here i'm trying to find anybody the guy from cobra kai like the the villain dude martin cove he's uh he's 245 uh, yeah um smoky robinson shooter McGavin. 
is on unavailable here. right now. Everyone is on Cameo. That's the thing. Everyone is on Cameo. Because why not? It's cheap and easy to do with your phone. Like if, As sure. far as like a business idea, it's genius. It really is. Because it's just like, this is really simple to do for someone just to read something, right? You don't have to really talk to the person. All you have to do is take this request, record it, send the video, and move on to the next person. Like, that's it. So from like a fan experience um you know interactive site it's a re it's a really smart business idea like really smart yeah yeah if you got the yeah why not because just seconds right who they don't even give a shit yeah like for example you can get you can get elmo plus if you're gonna start if you're an actor this is what you do so you just need to look seem interested oh 100 you just seem interested you turn on you can probably crank out what i'm probably assuming you could probably crank out 20 an hour yeah Right. 20 an hour at, you know, especially if you're real famous, right? Like if you're George Santos level and you're making 500 bucks per cameo, that's 10 grand in an hour. Why would you not do this? (laughs) Couldn't tell you. Yeah. There you go. Couldn't tell you. Well, anyway. Should we uh, let's move on to cameo for that shit? (laughs) uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to pay for it. Let's go over some media therapy here, but let's start off by talking. You want to talk about Game Awards, so let's do that. I do, because we the last podcast we had, we we left it off with going spending quite a lot of time, so I don't want to spend as yeah. much time, but it's mostly how right were you? <laughs> uh, I was pretty right. I actually... Oh, man, this is also the shitty... Let me see here. All Let's see. Uh, Game Awards. Yeah, trying to get the winners is hard, which is a little annoying. <laughs> I just want to see them all in one place. That's it, right? Um, Google's also got a bad one. IGN. Here we go. Let's see. Hopefully, they got a good layout here. That's just a yeah. List. That's Perfect. where I went. I went to IGN. You can just game of the year. I don't remember what I predicted. I think I might have said Zelda, but I'm not yeah, surprised. You, you waffled Baldur's a little game. bit. You waffled that the game. I, well, I said, think I said it could have been anybody's game. Anybody's right? Because yeah. you said game direction and game of the year. Like you kind of, we were kind of making the correlation between those two. How it's the exact same kind of, you know, games really. Yeah. And so you were kind of talking like, well, if Alan Wake 2 wins, then something else is going to get Game of the Year, which is what I believe you No, said. no, no, no. It's okay, so Game of the Year, uh-huh. I don't think I made a decision because it was too close. I would love to see right. the count. He won't reveal it, unfortunately, but I would yeah. love to see what the tally was. Um, game Direction. Okay, so Game of the Year was Baldur's Gate 3. That's what won. Game Direction, Alan Wake 2, I called that. Um, narrative, Alan Wake 2, I believe I called that as well. Art yeah. Direction? Um, Alan Wake 2 won. I don't think i called that no, one you, you had kind of said you hope liza p and you kind of went around a little bit of yeah, some of the yeah. other games but yeah, i don't think you said alan wake too true I, I think i just said i was rooting for liza p because i wanted it to win something <laughs> uh best music final fantasy 16 i definitely uh called that one uh audio design hi-fi rush i called that one as well yep performance this was the yeah. one that blew my yeah. mind you said i was you had so said, confident yeah. that ben star else. was gonna win yeah. Yeah. ben star for final fantasy 16 when he did not win i was like who the fuck is this guy but man <laughs> i guess more of those critics played Baldur's gate 3 yeah. than i thought but all right fair enough um games for impact no idea this was gonna win chia yeah. yeah i'm actually wondering if this won because the most people played it and it was Probably. on uh, PlayStation yeah. Plus when it came out. Yeah, it so, helps. Helps, right? But you, need I, people to, you need voters to play your game. <laughs> I was way off. I thought it was going to be Chance of Sonar. It had a lot of buzz going in. I was wrong. 
Because even ongoing, I, I talked about that game at some point. Yeah. Ongoing game, I don't think I decide. I don't think I made a call. I think I said it was stupid that Final that Cyberpunk is even here. And it won. It so. still won. <laughs> I, I don't think I made a call. Best indie game, I said Sea of Stars should win because it's the only independent game, and it did. Yeah. <laughs> I was not confident it was going to win, but I uh, I'm happy it did. Best debut indie game, Cocoon won. Happy, I think I called that one of this list, um, and that's what should have won. Uh, mobile game, I didn't no comment. I didn't. I don't think I chose no, any of these sense. other ones. That makes sense. VR game. Um, I think I said Grand Turismo Seven. I was wrong. Uh, Resident Evil Village one. That was kind of a surprise, but hmm. fair enough. Um, accessibility. I thought Spider Man Two was going to win it. That I was wrong. Forza I would say the, the biggest loser that. from from all of this has to be Spider Man Two, right? Like that is no. kind of. I, I mean, I they were nominated for, but did they win anything? No. Right, so no. they're the biggest loser because they they were they were nominated so many times, where some of the other games that were not they've at least won something as you go down this list, right? Like they are the one game on here that didn't win anything. Yeah, but at the same time, it didn't. It's not one of those games. I don't. I don't know how to say this without sounding like a dick, but like Spider Man Two is is fantastic. It's a great game. All Insomniac games are great. Insomniac games are phenomenal because there is no bad part of any insomniac game every insomniac game is at worst great and that all adds up but only few parts peak to absolutely phenomenal and outstanding but because it's it's always such a great consistent fun experience all the way through that's what elevates them but it also doesn't it never stands out so it never has like as many peaks as these peak games. Like I would argue Spider-Man 2 is probably one of the better paced games of any of the games on sure. out there. But it's a sequel to a game. Insomniac is is it's not surprising when they deliver something. And as a result, it doesn't stand out like these other ones do. So, yeah, I think Insomniac's happy with the nominations. I don't think they've ever won anything. Um, and I love Insomniac. They're what they're probably my favorite developer um, of all time. <laughs> like I was on a podcast talking about uh, uh, Berserk Recharged and one of the questions and it was about like game development. And the guy asked me, like, who my favorite development team is. And Insomniac was the first one that I said. Hmm. And so it's not taking away from the quality. I just think that they're always they're always great games, but they never really stand out in a way that would garner that additional attention from people. So that's why, like, Ratchet and Clank, one of my favorite series of all time. Every one of those games is fantastic. Hmm. But people look at them as, oh, those are really good action platforming games. And they don't actually think about them. Those are never in a game of the year conversation, you know? I don't know if this makes any sense. No, it. I mean, it does. It's just, it's just interesting when a game that gets heavily... Again, I would say, like, I'm just... As you were talking, I was looking through this list, really... And if you look at the top, the games that were nominated Game of the Year, they all won something, except mm-hmm. for except for Spider Man Two. Even if it's some side Did category, Resident Evil 4 win anything? Um, maybe not. Maybe that was sound. One. Maybe yeah. uh, no, no, it didn't win sound. It didn't, it didn't win anything either. But yeah, I didn't, like, yeah. a Resident. I, I think I just saw a Resident Evil one, and maybe it's all the same. But yeah, but like that's yeah. kind of the point, right? Like it's just like Zelda wins, Mario wins. They all win something. Yeah, and Spider-Man so it's just 2... interesting to see that it yeah. didn't win anything at all yeah. <laughs> so yeah. now now forza did do a lot of stuff for accessibility so I, I don't think it was a it was a bad call um 
I was just surprised. I thought it's with the amount that Sony gains in uh, notoriety for their accessibility features. I, mean, I was just surprised that they didn't win that. But yeah, I, I don't think I don't really think anybody cares. They, they're all laughing all the way to the bank. Spider-Man 2 is the best selling PlayStation oh, game. Full 100%. stop. I, I mean, look, to uh, me, yeah. it sums up Marvel. Honestly, it's the same thing in the film industry. Marvel yeah. movies don't really win stuff. But everyone, yeah. everyone watches them. Everyone consumes them. Now, sure, people complain about them and say, oh, it could have been better, this, that, and the other. But at the same time, they're normally the highest grossing of whatever they're doing because it's an IP property. They're great. So, yeah, you don't win awards. You get nominated. You're happy. And then you move on. You make the next Spider-Man game. And, you know, you're fine. Yep. So, so yeah. moving on to the other ones. Action game, I called it Armored Core 6. That was not even a question. Action adventure game, I called this one Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. RPG. This is one again where Baldur's Gate 3 won. I called that, but I wanted Liza P just so it could win something. And, uh, but I was right there. Fighting game. Uh, I said Street Fighter 6. Nailed that one. Family game, Barrier Wonder. I called that one as well. Sports racing game. Did I say, I don't remember what I said. I assumed I said Forza. That's the only one that makes sense here. Yeah, FC, I, th- I think you said F- some racing game is what you said. Yeah, so then it was probably, it was between Forza and EA FC, but uh, Forza 1. Sim strategy game, I said Pikmin 4. I was right about that. Again, that's a really weird category, but <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, best multiplayer game. I don't know if I had any reaction to this, but Baldur's Gate 3 won. I, I don't know what I said for that one. And then all these other ones, when you get to the esports shit, yeah, I didn't have a clue. Yeah. So yeah, 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 I think uh, I'd say that's a pretty good. Oh, anticipated game. I said Hades two. I was wrong. It was Final Fantasy seven Rebirth. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, best and adaptation, I, and the best, last best of adaptation, us. Uh, I, that was I'd we were that. absolutely correct because yeah, yeah. I was like, that's that's just easy. easy. So um, yeah, I think n- they got a pretty good track record there. What do you think? How did I do? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, you, you should know. You 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 play most of these <laughs> games, not all of them, but you play most of them. Yeah. And what I just found interesting with this, because again, I would say this is an award show. Sort of in name only. It's 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 in like name the, only. It's like the MTV Video Awards or like the BET Awards, where it's more about like how many famous people or like people who matter can we get to this thing? It's a big promotional tool. And so what I noticed was what I saw coming out of this thing was more about games being announced and and you know teased during this more than the actual winners of the games, which is really funny because it just turned into a giant promotion vehicle. Um, the one that I saw that was, again, I think anything that Kojima comes out with, everyone goes nuts for, um, that, that overdose trailer, it's like, I don't really know what this is, but it's got the, like, sure, great. You got some great motion capture facial work and that's kind of become his thing. Like, if you ever see an interview of his studio and stuff, it's just people doing facial capture and a lot of that type of stuff, right? He's trying to make humans look really good in games. Um, and so it's it's interesting to see where that's going to go. But yeah, I guess that's my next question. Is there anything announced that either surprised you or made you go, oh, wow, that's really awesome that this was announced during this award show? Let's see here. Video games announcements. I need to get the, I need the list. And there's another announcement that we'll talk about, which was not announced during this, but it's it's worth discussing. Uh, the, the big oh announcement for the week. <laughs> so just want just give me a list here okay so the big let's see here this is not a good layout but at least it visualizes what it was the problem first of all this is a three-hour show yeah and then in extra three and a half if you include the the uh, the pre-show and less than 20 minutes were actually dedicated to it's called the game awards less than 20 minutes were actually dedicated to giving awards 
And like about half of that was actually on stage delivery versus quick fire. These are the nominees. Here's who won. These are the nominees. Here who here's who won. Like best indie game, best independent game for CSRs. They didn't actually do that presented. The guy, he literally just rattled off the names and said, this is who won. So for why they, how they determined that was absolutely insane. But so that I just want to say that first, um, as far as games that were announced that stood out to me, no rest for the wicked. That's the new game from, uh, the guys who did Ori. That was very cool. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Kojima's game OD is because it's just people talking. So don't give a shit about that <laughs> until I actually see what it is. Yep. Uh, I saw more Final Fantasy Rebirth, whatever. I'm going to play it. So didn't care. This Tales of Kenzera, Tales of Kenzera Zhao. Um, it's a new EA original game. That looks super interesting. Um, I think EA originals deliver some great stuff. I mean, I played through... Uh, Immortals of Avium, which I thought was fun. Uh, it's just a little, you know, it, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. This game seems like a way tighter budget, way smaller thing. And uh, I think it'll be a fun action platformer, Metroidvania style thing. Love those. Uh, Blade was announced from Arcane. That was. I I was like so bummed when I heard this announcement. <laughs> I'm going to play this game. I love Arcane. I don't give a shit about Blade. I love Arcane because I love, uh, I mean, I, I love uh, Dishonored. I thought Deathloop was great. They did um, Redfall, which was bad, but this is the studio that actually did Dishonored and Deathloop, I think. So um, this game's probably going to be awesome. I just don't care. I'm just annoyed that you there seems to be this need where it's like, you got to go for Marvel, especially when now that Marvel seems to be in a slight decline, obviously it's still huge. It's going to make a buttload of money, yeah. but yeah. I just, it's just, it's restructuring. I'd rather really. it be original. Yeah. Like I'd rather it be an yeah. original thing. You want to make a vampire game set in Paris, make a vampire game set in Paris. I don't give a shit. Why yeah. does it have to be blade? I also don't really care about vampires. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I mean, neither do I. And blade, I would argue was a thing because of Wesley snipes. Like, I don't care what anyone says. Wesley snipes is blade in my opinion. Now, I know, yeah. right, is, is it going to be Mahershala Ali who's going to be the next Blade, which is like... Yeah, right, but not in this game. This game is like right. original. It's like all in France, which is kind of cool. Like, you got a black yeah, which French is cool, Blade. Get, I'm like, this is interesting, but... Now, it's funny. I'd argue fine. I'd want it... I'd rather go, like, Transylvania. Like, like put it there. they did that with Redfall, and it was... Yeah, so, I mean, that game yeah again, sucks. vampires so can't are have just... Any, uh, <laughs> it's just... A, yeah. just a, it's vampires, man. Like, they're fine, but they're, like, vampires. <laughs> so, it's just... That's my... I have the same feelings as you do. Like, whatever. Like, it's a vampire. I'm trying to find there is a game that was announced that looked really damn cool, but and it was announced at the same time as it. Oh, okay. So there was this, um, the, the Sega announcement blew my mind. So they had this, they had this trailer that started playing. We're just like, what is this stuff? And it's like loaded with Easter eggs and they, and they had five games. It's just said they're making five games. Um, and more jet set radio shinobi golden axe streets of rage crazy taxi and more so they are actually making modern versions of these games there's streets only two, is a good one that's fun there's only two that i care about and that's jet set radio and crazy taxi oh you don't, don't care, care about, about the others rage? it's fine but streets of rage 4 came out like two years ago and it was great they don't i don't know what sega's gonna do that's gonna be better than that okay game i didn't game know streets awesome. of rage 4 you like streets of rage? No yeah check that out <laughs> no um idea. i was uh, let's see here. There is that is, on Switch? Is... <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It looks great. The Streets of Rage 4. You didn't tell me. You don't tell me about the games I care about. I didn't know you were a Streets of Rage guy. 
I mean, I'm old. <laughs> like <All right>. Fair <laughs> anything, enough. anything that was a game between 1985 and 1995, I probably cared about it a little bit. Yeah, this game looks fantastic. I like the style. All right, yeah, well. it's great. It's really fun, Something and it's do? co-op too. So you can play with yeah. uh, you can play with Alice. I'm sure she's. Oh, gonna, it's like, it's like oh, but it's interesting. Now you didn't say you can play with me. <laughs> he said, he said eh, "I'm not playing this game." No, I, I played a little bit of it. It's fun. It's good. It's better, but those games are always <laughs> better when you're like side by side. Sure. Uh, there is. God damn it! What the hell was it called? There was because it was like back to back. There was a game called The Last Sentinel, and then there was a game called The First. The first descendant. That was the other thing that I saw. I'm like, this looks pretty awesome. Look at a game called The First Descendant. The First Descendant. Yeah. This game looked pretty cool. It's just like it gave me shades oh, yeah. of uh Vanquish, which was just like this third person over the top action action shooter. But the traversal looks a lot of fun. There's grappling hooks. Uh there's some weird sci-fi nonsense going on. There's some really cool enemy design that looks like some stuff out of Bayonetta in a way. This just looks like these guys are trying to make a uh, a platinum style action yeah. game, and I'm and I'm yeah, here for it. Cool. Um, it might suck, cool. it, but I'm still I'm still here to check it out. Yeah, it's got a little. Um, the first thing I think of is Prometheus. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. The movie. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's got a little bit of that in it. Like it, it's a stretch. It's not one guy who's naked and bold. It's got a little bit of this like you know, there's gods and you know, I'm in the water. I'm being reborn and yeah, it's a big laser and shooting through some water and someone's flying around. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is what I want in a video game trailer. And again, will I play it? I don't know. But I look at this and go, looks fun. <laughs> this also, I think this was the moment in the game awards where I was like, man, South Korean development is thriving. There is so many. This company, Nexon, is so absurdly huge. And, and they definitely, make the they, game I'm playing. <laughs> I think they paid. I think they paid for like probably 30 minutes of this whole event. Yeah, yeah. Nexon is the amount of Nexon because, stuff that's there is insane. Yeah, yeah. Like they're the backing they have is insane. Um, again, I don't know if I'd want to go work for this studio, but they make a lot of content, which is fun to watch and play. Yeah, because I think right before this, is this was this also a South Korean game uh, developer um who did the last sentinel i don't think so because then they would have had it there um anyway so yeah that was that was my list of stuff a cool. little bit of, so little bit of big stuff a little bit of small stuff yeah but now I, I a lot of it all just mashed together at the end of it as well like just yeah kinda... look the the reveal that i want to talk about that was the game awards but obviously the the most anticipated game or I look, I'm gonna say this, right? The most anticipated part of media mm-hmm. over the last decade, and I'm including Avatar in that list, yep. is the next Grand Theft Auto. That's right. So it was interesting how this how this trailer came to fruition because they've got a real leak problem <laughs> at Rockstar. All the stuff they're doing gets leaked. I mean, um, that's not just a Rockstar problem, that's everybody. The fact yeah, that it but was, specifically it was able them, to right? survive until yeah. you know what 24 hours before less than that 12 hours before yeah and and i'd argue right because they had some gameplay some you know some obviously some in development stuff leaked um but this trailer had leaked and so they just said all right screw it our trailer leaked so watch the real thing and they basically just released it on the monday when they were supposed to release it on tuesday or monday my time which was supposed to be tuesday you know when they were supposed to release it tuesday my time which is monday your time um, so yeah, I'm, I'm curious of what you, you think. Now, look, I didn't, it's funny because the last Grand Theft Auto, I actually watched you play. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. It was yeah. like right before I moved down here. I think I was in New York and you had just bought this thing and I was like, I don't, I don't really own, I didn't own a PS4. 
And I was like, uh, I'm not really going to play it. And I'm moving around a no, bunch. So I'm just going to watch is, you. Right? It was I on so. 360 that's, and PS3. Right, so three, PS3. So there you go. That's how old this thing was. I so, had it on 360. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I remember watching you play this thing. And I was like, I was like, I, I like Grand Theft Auto, but I'm not going to buy this thing. To, you know, I'm not going to buy and play it. And so this trailer, obviously, everyone, I mean, Grand Theft Auto 5, right? Like, I think in the first week, didn't that game make $5 billion? It was something crazy oh, like, like it, within it, the first 48 hours or something. Like it was a, such a short amount of time frame. That's when I sort of realized I go, oh, you think working in movies is money. You have no idea that releasing a video game like this. I mean, Avatar has made 1.4 billion, 1.5, 1.6 billion over the last year of box office sales. Grand Theft Auto 5, 6 is going to make that in the first 48 hours. Like that's how big this game is. Yeah, I'm trying to find the. I could have uh, sworn numbers, it was something, I remember like something five like billion that. in a very short amount of time, where you're just like, Christ, like that's that's a money printer, really. Like you buy a sports team in a week, like the Yankees. <laughs> Here we go. Um, okay, it became the fastest selling entertainment product in history, earning eight hundred million dollars in its first day and one billion dollars in its first three days. Okay, so first three days is a billion, but like over a very short yeah. amount of time, I think it hit five billion, like very short. Dude, this um, game, this game is going to make a billion dollars in twenty four hours. One hundred percent, one hundred, one hundred, one hundred percent. Question. Yeah. Now, now the thing that I noticed from this trailer, my initial reactions were just, oh, so they, they they're going to meme this game into a billion dollars <laughs> because it was just it was every Florida man, Florida woman clip over the last decade put into a trailer. Like I, I immediately noticed that specifically when it's the girl in the car. Because I remember watching that and being like, yeah, this is why Miami is not a real place. It's because this is this is what they do down there. It was like as Miami as possible. Um, and so obviously it's in Vice City. And then, of course, people point out, oh, no, none of us really thought that VI is the first two letters in Vice, which makes sense, as in six. Yeah, so I mean, like, it was always, yeah, it was always stuff, rumored yes. that it was going to be Vice City. But the thing is... This is not Vice City. This is no. Florida. It's Florida. And, and that's what it's I said. I said this is Florida. Vice City. It is, this it is, is Florida. It is yes. the state. They are making a game. That's basically the Florida Man game. And yeah. I was like, I, I that's that's really genius because it's the one place in America that I think we can all agree to. Like, you know, you got the New York game that's been done. We've done the LA game, right? That was the last thing. Where else are you gonna put a game? That needs to be this level of ridiculous and where you, like you said, you can take the entire state really and you can tell an interesting story. It's really New York. It's Los Angeles. You can argue Chicago, but I'd argue Chicago is close enough. Like Chicago Midwest is close enough to to New York in a lot of ways. Maybe it's a bit more mafia, right? You lean into that maybe a little bit more historically, a bit more politician corruptness. But if you're just going to have a game where we go, let's have a bunch of black people, a bunch of white people, a bunch of Hispanic people acting a fool. <laughs> It's, it's Florida, right? That's where yeah. we all come together. As You got some Jewish people down. If you want to get a, a melting pot of everyone, oh, of kind of the worst yeah. of everyone, go to Florida because that's where they all go. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah look, wild. I mean, I the trailer was fantastic. It, really it told was. you a story without giving anything away. Um, This, this game is going to print money, and it's going to be great. And, of course, I can't wait to hear every – Every person that has a say of talking about how this is the problem with America and it's going to ruin everything and our children, right? Because that is also how Grand Theft Auto prints money, right? Like, 
the controversy that eventually pops up because it's a game about stealing cars and killing people and doing illegal things. That's what the game is about. But to hear basically people, the news media just go, hey, let's talk about the biggest game that just released the trailer. Like I saw that on the news here, knowing that the minute that this game actually comes out and some of these missions are going to be awful, you're going to get all sorts of controversy, yeah. which to me just means this thing sells more. It sells more. Yeah, I think it's just people are just going to jump on it because people are going to talk about it. But I, yes, I don't think it doesn't. It, but there's way worse games now. Like I, this is going to be. I agree. It's yeah. antiquated. What it, what it's really going to be is like like people who understand Grand Theft Auto. Like it's it's all satire, right? Yes. And it usually does it in such a good way of capturing the the state of America or like Americano like better than any other game. And that's what's so interesting about this trailer, where you look at what they've done. And what the world has become since GTA five. And I mean, dude, the difference between four is insane, but like, it's a big leap. You can't really parody the, like, for example, you can't parody politics now. It's so hard because that in and of itself, like parodies itself, because anytime you're like, this is crazy. It's like, no, that's actually what's happening now. Like the shit that you would (laughs) make up is not anywhere as crazy as what's going on. So when you say, well, what do you do? How do you get, how do you, do this while still keeping what makes GTA GTA, especially in its storytelling. Oh, you go to Florida because that's the right. <laughs> that's a that's a good way to encapsulate like how crazy we all are and like the yes. you know what is typically associated with the most crazy tendencies to what you were talking about, right? right. Yeah. And it's, it's like it's impulse, great. I, there's it's, no way. Yeah, this game has been this game has probably been in development since GTA since gta 5 came out it's it's which avatar was levels of development so it's to be honest so it's been in you. development like, for 10 yes. years right yes and this is the first there's not many things that come out that when they say yeah we've been making this for 10 years where you're like oh yeah that makes sense you know most of the time you're like what the hell were you doing for 10 years right well, whereas look, this I game mean, they could say yeah, yeah we spent 600 we spent we're spending like 700 million dollars on this game and people be like what oh the it's fuck? more than and that. then you see it it's gotta be but, yeah it's gotta be more so than let, that. yeah but let's just say that's what it is right or like yeah. eight or let's say it is a billion dollars right it, 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 because they I, know I'm they're gonna, gonna make it back oh yeah i'm gonna again avatar it's 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 got very similar correlations to that where it's like, I'm sure it's a lot of, let's do something, let's try it again. Let's try to push the the envelope in certain ways, right? Not necessarily always graphically, but yes, and graphically as well. But specifically, right, I think this is going to be so dense and so deep because this is a game that is going to last for the next 10 years once it comes out, right? Like, they are in a yeah. 10-year development cycle. And I'd argue that's kind of where you want to be as a studio. Like, I'm sure there's going to be an online component, right? Because they're competing with Fortnite. They're competing with, like, that's who their comp- their competition has totally changed, I would say, as far as money making, right? Over the last 10 years of when they released this in 2013 to now, the gaming landscape looks very different. So I'm I'm assuming that this game has a lot of the same old elements of great storytelling and, you know, really deep gameplay and being able to do what you want, right? This is like the ultimate sandbox game. In my opinion, this series opened that up for for every other game that now is a giant sandbox game. It was this. It was, hey, I haven't done a single mission, but I've spent 50 hours playing this game, running around doing stuff. Right. It's like the ultimate. Yeah. We don't really care what you do. You can play this game however you want to. You want to go online, go online. You want to you want to just drive around in a car, drive around in a car. You want to go do this specific thing, do this thing. You want to play the story, play the story, do whatever you want. And you can do it for, for years because people are still playing GTA five. Still playing it. 
oh, I mean, well, that's because of the on, uh, GTA Online, and that's no, going to be no. But that's my point, yeah. though. Like, yeah. it it it's past just. It's past just hey, it's like The Last of Us, right? Great games, but you play the game, the story ends, you're done. You move yep, on to the next exactly. game. Mm-hmm. That's yep. not what Grand Theft Auto has become since five, and so this is going to be what five is multiplied by a thousand. Just given the amount of, like you said, the amount of time they spent. I bet you they spent one point five billion on making this thing. I double what you just said, estimate wise. Yeah, I'd maybe. It. Yeah, and, it, and it's it. like, and that's that's not it even a matter. risk. They're gonna make it back. They're gonna make it back. Yep. It's not even a risk. Totally. The, in like the, a week, the stock in like price, a week, the investment make that of it back. is, yeah, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. And so yeah, like it's I'm I'm excited just because it it means that you know that's I like seeing big projects as someone who's worked on a giant project, right? Just seeing kind of a magnum opus come to life is always fun. Um, of just what that means of you know when when in life do you get to put in that much effort and where people trust you, right? to spend the time to do it the right way. This game says it's coming out in 2025 and no one really batted an eyelash. Like it was more of sort of like, Oh man. I mean, it's funny. I read an article today about, you know, there's gamers online going, Hey, I I need to get in shape. I'm going to put in a bunch of effort now because I want to make sure that I'm healthy and alive to be able to play this game in 2025, <laughs> which is wild to think about. If people are now worried about their own mortality to be able to play a video game of like, I don't want to miss yeah. this. I want to be able to be in the best possible shape to be able to watch this, to be able to play this video game and sink my life into it. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's reached that cultural phenomenon that I think is exciting. Cause I think you need both. You need the small indie games and to me, you need these giant monoliths that run their own economies the same way you need it in movies. For every, you know, small indie film that's really awesome, you need an Avatar, you need a Dune, you need an Infinity War to to sort of balance that out, in my opinion, because it's the best and worst of both worlds of creating in this ecosystem. Yep. So, yeah. Sure. All right, cool. Exciting um, times. Exciting times. Exciting times. So, look, the thing we should end with is i've only watched well, one thing or, well i do Sorry. let me let me just tack on one more thing for the for the games talk and then and we're doing this in reverse order because i've been playing alan wake 2 and i got to talk oh, yeah. about it for a second sure cool um i don't like horror right we know this i don't i don't watch horror yeah. movies you squeamish I don't, like gore, I don't like blood it's like yeah exactly um i love alan wake i love the original i love all things remedy does i i've played control twice i've played the they played the max Payne games i played them all i love these guys and everything they do. And I had to play Alan Wake 2, despite knowing that they made it a pure survival horror game. <laughs> and I am making my way through it. I'm about halfway through. I think I'm like 11 and a half hours in now. Um, this game is great. This game is horrifying. The way this game does jump scares is rude as hell, <laughs> where you're just like, it's not like you walk around and, oh, a monster pops up. No, 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 no. No. Instead, you just have these moments where the whole screen flashes. Some guy's like screaming and it's very loud. It full screen blinks. And then it, and that happens for like a split second, like r- completely out of nowhere. And it's like, ah, you're like, oh, shit. And then and then you get back to just pursuing this boss monster thing. Um, the first 10 minutes of the game, you uh, control a fat naked man uh, walking out of a lake. He's uh, escaping some people who then attack him and cut his heart out. That's how the game starts. Okay. Wow. Uh, that said, really digging this game. Really good. Great direction. I've encountered a whole bunch of audio bugs, which I'm not happy with. 
Um, hmm. So part of, but they're releasing another patch tomorrow, which I'm hoping addresses some of these on Xbox. Um, the game's gorgeous. Uh, I'm having a blast. The way they integrate um, live action, which is something that Remedy has always been doing. They tr- the first time they really jumped into it was Quantum Break, where they actually had like episodes, like TV show like episodes. Um, and that was uh, and that was pretty cool. But it was it seemed a little weird because it was like, OK, now stop playing the game and watch 20 minutes of this show. You're like, OK, <laughs> and then and it's kind of like one of these meanwhile segments. And then you had uh, who was the guy that died earlier this year with the great voice? That was that guy's name. He was in John Wick. Oh, uh, Lance Lance Reddick. Reddick. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was um, he was in that game, Quantum Break, and he was awesome. Like he had a really big role in that game. And so he's in the live action sections as well. He plays like mm. this, uh, this businessman. Um, and then in control, you would actually have this scientist, Dr. Darling, who is always giving you a, um, who is always like giving you information about the experiments being done in the, uh, in the federal bureau of control. So all of those were delivered through live action, uh, bits. This game has like, they will integrate like live action sequences in the game itself They'll have when you're in one part, there's actually like a talk show situation. And one of the Mm. best moments of the game awards was actually reenacting a musical performance from the game, which was done in live action by the band Poets of the Fall, who uh, who portray a fake band called the uh, the old gods of Asgard in this universe. And they did like this whole so they reenacted this musical performance, which is an actual moment in the game where you're going through a musical about Alan Wake's life. It's okay. <laughs> really cool and trippy and, um, and cerebral. I, I really commend remedy for what they do. Like it's really damn cool at the same time. I don't think I, I don't enjoy playing the game as much as the others, but I enjoy right. the experience. Like control is so good. It's so good. I was watching a video of a section from Control just to compare it to the that moment from Alan Wake 2. And I was like, well, that was cool. But I really remember that sequence in Control hitting differently. And I'm watching this video of Control. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Playing Control, it's a third-person shooter straight up. And it's phenomenal. This game is absolutely a survival horror game. It's much slower. Like, I preferred the combat in Alan Wake 1 just because it was more, like, action-y instead of worrying about conserving bullets and hmm. you know keeping you on your toes as you're moving slowly and then they're going to flash the screen and make you shit your pants. Anyway, very good. Uh it definitely deserves all the kudos it's uh, it's getting. So fantastic game out of 10. That's what I say. Um cool. even though I'm not done with it yet, it might completely fall off a cliff, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um well look, all right. To, let's to talk about this it. thing, right? Talk mm-hmm. about the holdovers. Yeah. Yeah, um, you had you had kind of briefly talked about it on another podcast, another one of these, another one of these podcasts, not another podcast entirely. That's right. Paul Giamatti comes up a lot on this podcast, so yeah, I had to talk about it. Um, so look, I, I watched this last night. Um, I think you had said, had you put like a top five or a top ten Christmas movie to this? No, I said I don't. I wouldn't necessarily. I I, I was hesitant to call it explicitly a Christmas movie because there's. It's not like. Or I mean, yes, it takes place during it's a Christmas. Christmas so you movie. could say that. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't. Um, it's like that's more about the timing. It it doesn't. 
you know, Christmas is like a footnote in it, the actual celebration of it. You know I mean, what I mean? It's not, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's that time it of year. Like it's that. It's, it's more it's about the, the family, time. the familial yeah. feeling around Christmas more right. so than. Yeah, yeah. Christmas so look, I, I really in, I really enjoyed this movie. I, I right? don't know if I'd put it in the top 10 Christmas movies, right? Like if you think about Christmas movies that aren't really Christmas movies, it's on that list. It will show up on that list going forward because I think it should. Um, I, I wonder if this movie gets Oscar nominations. I think it might. Yeah, um, I saw an article saying Paul Giamatti might get a nomination. Yeah, that's for... what I mean. It's it's good. Now, the the main thing I want to talk about now, the spoiler alert: if you haven't seen this, I recommend. I think you recommended to see it. I recommend that you see it. It's a lot of yep. fun to watch. Um, yep. the the interactions between the characters. Um, so basically, if you didn't listen to previous podcasts, you listen to this. Um, basically, it's a story about a boarding school, basically like a boys' boarding school. And for all the kids that don't have, you know, whose parents aren't able to pick them up, or let's say they don't have parents, or the parents are overseas, or the parents are just kind of neglectful, whatever the reason is, um, these kids stay over at this boarding school. And one of the teachers is kind of in charge of chaperoning these kids over the holidays. And so basically through the story goes on, there's one kid left in the end. And it's a story between Paul Giamatti and this one kid and the kid's own family problems, Giamatti's own problems, like it sort of wraps this up. And there's a there's a woman who's kind of the, the the main woman who does all the cooking, who's also there as well. And there's a story with her and her son. Um, so yeah, look, I at the end, I really enjoyed it. Now it dragged a little in the middle. Mm. I definitely felt that second act lull a little bit, um, but then it kind of it ended very well, I thought. Um, but the main thing I'd like to talk about is going to be a surprise. Is Paul Giamatti's eyes? <laughs> now, oh, me, right. me and Alice were discussing this. We were watching this. Was it one eye? Was it both eyes? Why? And I get it that I believe you know they called it walleye because he's got a real. Basically, he's real. You know, he's got a wandering eye, and I can't tell. Is it one eye that wandered or two? I wanted your opinion of. Was it both eyes? Was it did they mess that up of like sometimes it was left eye, sometimes it was right eye? I had a real hard time telling. It's like I got the gag. I got the joke that basically he's not a very attractive man and he's got a lot of things wrong and he kind of has he's he's a little bit of an incel, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um I don't necessarily know if it's involuntary, but still he's got a little bit of an incel vibe to him. Um, yeah, I'm interested on in your thoughts on his eyes because I, I don't know if that was necessary and it, it, it became the focus of the movie for me at some point, which I think kind of maybe distracted from it. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't, it didn't bother me. It was just more like when you have a two and a half hour runtime. Yeah. I actually thought the pacing was quite good, but I think part of it was like, you know, peeling back the flaws. And, and yeah, the guy, I think you're right about the insult thing. I didn't think about that, but that could yeah. definitely be part of it. Um, like, man, how brutal was that part at the party when he's talking to the, to that woman? Oh, super brutal. Super <laughs> you're like, brutal. damn, really? Yeah. 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 Like he's very right. clearly on the spectrum, but there's also yeah. in some of the things he said, I go, Oh, this is someone trying to sprinkle a little bit of incel modern culture into a story from the seventies. Right. Of like, a guy yeah. that's like, oh, I don't have time for this, and it's kind of a waste yeah, of but time. Those people, yeah. those people yeah. always exist, right? So it is very yes, timeless 100%. in that way. Yes, but I think yep. that by having that as another flaw, you could probably see that in the writing room where it's like, all right, so we address the smell thing. Cool, we got yeah, the exactly. smell thing. All right, now what else? But 
but man, he doesn't really have anything to address at this point. All right, what if we just give him like this wandering eye? All right, well, that's a good idea. Then we could kind of. And bring some that of that is like, how do we not thing. offend Paul Giamatti? Because he's he's not a. St- I mean, he's not an ugly guy. He's just a normal guy, right? But like, how do we? We got to give him something that gives him a quirk that actually because we're gonna sit here and make fun of his looks <laughs> for ninety uh-huh. percent of the movie. Um. So yeah, it's just yeah, that's yeah, true. It's a way of doing weird. that without like fat shaming because that was the yes. other thing. Did he put the weight back on? Again, it looked like it. It looked like for the role. Again, it may be another role that he got pretty. Or was it a fat suit? I don't. It didn't look like a fat suit. It like how's he looking in Billions? How was he looking at the end of Billions? He he bulked back up a little bit because in one season, like the season after COVID, you're like, whoa, he lost a bunch of weight, and like at the end, you're like, all right, Paul Giamatti's back. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. Look, COVID hit. Some of us gained weight in COVID. Some of us got super skinny. (laughs) You know, COVID Mm -hmm. did something to all of us. Changed us all. Um, so yeah, yeah, look, I, I think it's, yeah, like that was just, I, I wanted your thoughts on that. Like, was that distracting? Cause to me, no. this is why I'm like, I think it might be Oscar nomination worthy is because it's a, it's a weird way of doing what you could argue a lot of women do. Charlize Theron, Holly Berry, right? Like stereotypically beautiful women take roles that kind of strip some of that away to show their acting ability in order for them to be seriously nominated oftentimes for roles for, you know, for, for awards, because it's kind of like, Oh, well, once you're not pretty, I mean, Denzel to some degree as well, not the beauty thing, but he finally plays a bad guy. He's playing all these historical black figures, right? He's playing Malcolm X. He's playing all these, you know, these upstanding citizens of the black community. And then he plays a corrupt cop and he wins an Oscar. So there's something weird in Hollywood where like you kind of have to, and it's like, what do you do if you're a if you're a white guy in your mid fifties? Like, how do you do that transform? Like, right, you got Brendan Fraser in a fat suit, right? Like, have we reached yeah. that era where it's like, okay, we need to take someone who's maybe not heartthrob Hemsworth, but we got to do enough that really brings the humanity home. That he's not a rich guy. He's a he's a wall eyed, you know teacher who doesn't really have anything going for him (laughs) so it's interesting i I didn't think of that when it came to paul giamatti but it's an interesting take of hey take this role and act well and you might get nominated for some stuff totally yeah i I, it'll be interesting to see what happens i mean he's never been i don't think he's been has he been nominated i don't think he's ever nominated again he's a fantastic actor um yeah fantastic but it's I funny because even in this, while he's great here, I'm like, yeah, he's still just killing it as Paul Giamatti. Like he doesn't he's doing what he does. He's not like doing anything that's crazy outside the ordinary for him. But I think the okay, material he has been he's nominated. The... He's been nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, really? It says he's been nominated. It doesn't say what he earned a nomination Academy Award for best supporting actor for his role as Joel Gold and Cinderella Man uh... in 2025 or sorry, 2005. Um, he's been nominated for a couple of Emmys as well, a couple of primetime Emmys and a couple of Golden Globes. So yeah, so again, he gets nominated, but again, he's he's a he's an actor that you can put in in a great supporting cast in most movies, and he's gonna do really really well. Like I don't think most people think of Paul Giamatti as a as a as a title star. He's a yeah. He's a he's a secondary character. He's a good foil in a lot of ways because he's you know he's bald he's you know he's a little portly but he's he's really good he's a really good actor and i think he showed it here just like the, the kid did a good job as well like i just it's a really good movie yeah I, that was I his first that was his first it. uh first role yeah that kid yeah he was more impressive 
it's fantastic yeah yeah like he's he's that whole movie was really well done um so yeah i'm 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 a big fan of it i'm glad glad you told me to watch it um cool. and and yeah I, I think he's it's funny when people say that there's no uh when they say there's there's no visual effects in movies this is the perfect example where there's visual effects in movies you just don't notice it and a hundred percent give an example was, can you give an example some, somebody was tracking his eye and oh, making it yeah. really like again i'm sure he probably could do a little you know he could probably skew his eyes a little bit but they a hundred percent you could tell again i could tell but again it's really good work done like you you'll never notice it unless you're looking at it of a hundred percent they tracked his eye and they they gave it a little skew and made it float a little bit more in certain scenes where you kind of tell them, hey, open up your eyes real wide because we're going to track this and put some some movie magic in here. Um, that's a perfect example. People go, oh, visual effects have ruined movies. No, visual effects allow for you to do stuff like this, and you don't even know it. You don't even notice it. You don't even know. And that's the point. Yeah. Totally. So yeah. Well, cool. That's it. Got nothing right. else. We well, look, thing. this this got- may or may not be the last podcast until i'm in vancouver we'll see how it works we'll see how the connections and things work as i take apart computer equipment if it is the last episode have a happy have a have a happy chinooka a merry christmas and a happy new year and we will definitely we'll be on the same time zone yeah no same 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 time zone adjacent like we're close enough like it'll be the same day yeah we record on a sunday it'll be sunday it won't be monday yeah Um, exactly so yeah which would be good which would be good you'll be on american time some yeah, form of American time. Some some form of North American time, which would be good. But look, we'll we'll see what happens. But if not, thanks for listening for for all the all the episodes you listened to this year. It was a little bit more sporadic than usual this year. Yeah, uh, totally. But I, we got we got shit to do, like, man. We're, we're yeah. busy busy guys. Things are busy. Things are busy. I got so, an anyways, update though. Yeah. Before yes. uh, before we wrap up, um, Chow came back to me. I said, "Okay, yeah, pancakes on the rocks. What are your thoughts?" Terrible. <laughs> every 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 food item is trash but it opens pretty much 24 7 so that's the yep. only positive 100 percent. that i mean that that's why we went it was with the nachos good no did it serve the purpose yes yeah so there you go yeah vindication cool. all right well thanks as well all that stuff john said thank you for listening that kind of stuff subscribe share the podcast he's abroad.com do the thing. Tell your friends. Give them the gift of joy by telling them to listen to He's Abroad over the holiday. Until next time. Oh, shuck it, duck it now. <laughs>